one. Um, and then he's got a couple brief or a briefcase that can do a couple different things or Dylan, two of them. I can't. Think. I can't see it. Oh, I was like, when is he going to show us what it looks like? <laughs> My bad. Do 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 do. Small talk. Oh, uh, that one wasn't that funny, but I figured I got to roast myself eventually. Welcome to Small Talk, the show where we talk about absolutely nothing important at all. I'm your host, Dylan, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hey, guys. We got Eddie and Dean. What's up? We, I feel like, kind of have a good, we have a fun show. I feel like it's top-heavy with some of the the small shit that's dropped since the last time we talked. You know, NECA lit shit on fire. Dude, Um, for real. Sean, I didn't, I didn't know or have anything for you for smaller talk. So if you think of something while I kind of do my first couple segment or parts of smaller talk, let me know. Or if you guys have anything specific, like not figure specific, kind of like as a broad topic or what you got new or is important to you, let me know. Um, but before that, we want to thank our friends over at Waddle Scrapyard for sponsoring this week's episode of Small Talk. But okay. First thing, I know uh, we I got a couple th- topics that I that I wanted to bring up for smaller talk that I thought were good talking points. We've talked talked about them a couple times. I feel like anyone in the industry has talked about it, but uh, debating re-releases is oh, one man. thing. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys just talked about that on um, Collecting Weekly, but that's definitely something I kind of want to cover because that's relevant with small stuff too is Mezco actually did one of their first re-releases as well or I guess technically their second re-release um, as well in a, in a way so that's why I kind of wanted to bring that up I know we talked about that a little bit last week but it's officially released um, and then the other thing is we were <laughs> in the Patreon chat uh, we were debating a little bit between like 112 what's worth it what's valuable to you or compared and the reasons I guess um, and I feel like Eddie and I were kind of going having some good back and forth there yeah so I, I just figured that was some good live content to include but um, the first thing and the what this is mainly in reference to is or why I wanted to bring up kind of the re-releasing thing is we're seeing it a lot more with Hot Toys, right? I know that's something a lot of people are bringing up lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, like, the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, Batman Begins figures. Um, that That is one thing. Uh, another thing is the Mezco 112 Collective Wolverine um, compared mm-hmm. to as they had a New York Comic Con version that came out, God, I want to say it was 2017 New York Comic Con, I think. Yeah. Um, and it goes for 250 on up, pretty much. It's not the greatest figure because it had, it kind of had actually some QC issues around the, or between the legs. But the new one they came out with is like a deluxe box. It's a different. It's a revamp figure. It's a lot more expensive. Obviously, they put a lot more accessories in there and it's it's interesting that it's still well below what you would get that new york comic-con one for but i guess sean what's your oh sean just sean are you there yeah okay, I'm here, man. okay. sean <laughs> what's your thoughts on on re-releases with figures i guess 
comics, it might be different. Chime in about comics too, if you want. Sure. So as far as figures go, I think it just really depends. You know, I mean, it depends on what figure they're re-releasing. What was the uh, the previous release like? And like, just how does it compare, right? I think with how the market goes on like the aftermarket, I think it helps level out some of these guys who either might be scalping or there's guys who buy up everything and just try and flip or whatever. And um, it gives everybody else a chance to get the product. And I know like Dean, you've said about like the collecting side of it before. And like, you know, we're, we're in this because we're collectors, right? And, you know, we want it to hold that kind of value. But at, I feel like at some point, though, like the market would just bomb because of too many, but also not enough. You know, just depending yeah. on the figure, like, I, like I think the biggest one that I always think about is like Iron Man. You know, like there's always an Iron Man coming out, whether it's the same body mold, different paint type, different armor, something like that. But, like, you could never get enough of the Iron Man because I feel like with Iron Man, that was the whole idea is he had hundreds of suits. Um, so I like the idea of it being able to uh, give other collectors who may not be able to go to Targets and Walmarts at 6 in the morning uh, a chance to actually catch up on the figures when they're not working or after work or whatever and have a chance to actually get it. Yeah. Um, as, fa- as far as uh, comic books go just with how hot everything is it's a matter of actually getting the book you know if it's a fourth printing well at least you have the fourth printing of the first kamala khan you know that's a hot book to get right now you know or uh some of these newer characters that are really hot you know or even the older stuff just one because they're not lasting very long and two they're just really hard to find so they'll come out with a facsimile so at least you have a placeholder and maybe one day you do go and find the book at the price you want at the grade you want and then great you know you pick it up but i know there was quite a few books that i have personally that i was like well i'm never gonna buy this book because it's just way too out of reach uh for example like um amazing spider-man number one you know buying a uh buying a uh, uh like a reprint of it or even a uh, a uh, like a facsimile where maybe it has an extra story or two in it well at least you could look in the book and reference it and say okay this is what that was in and most of the time they even have the ads and stuff as the same book as the original book but um in comics i think it's a good thing you know because again a lot of these things are are really hard to find and they don't crash the market as hard as sometimes when they re-release a figure. So what do you say, uh, to the, to the people, I guess like to Mark, Mark had a, had the point and I've heard it before. Oops. That, uh, where you mentioned like, if it's not marketed as limited edition or have an edition number, then don't bitch about it being a re-release. Yeah. Um, but what do you brought that up last episode? Yeah, and I've I've heard that as an argument before as well. Um, what do you say to I guess your to go against your points, Sean? Where if pe- that it takes away the value or de devalues the collectibleness of of something? Where like if some if people like the hobby because of the exclusivity of it, what would you say to that? I mean, for me, I guess I could just speak for myself in that, like, I'm a collector, but 
I just want it. You mm-hmm. know, like if the figure was $500 when I bought it, but then crashes all the way down to like a hundred or 50, you know, if I got what I wanted out of that figure at that time when I got it, well, then it was worth it. You know, I was just talking to uh, the manager at the shop because, you know, I had bought a figure that was like 20 or $30 over market price, but I wanted it. He goes, weeks later, it crashes down to like 20 bucks or whatever. And I'm like, cool, you know, whatever. But I wanted the figure at the time. I got it. I'm happy with it. And it's just the way that it's the ebbs and flows of the market. You know, yeah. it's like um, I had bought the SH Figure Arts in-game Thanos, the very first one that came out with the Infinity Gauntlet, the messed up sword and all that kind of stuff. I bought that for 120 bucks, right? I wanted it that bad. That thing has crashed down to maybe at best $60. And I'm just kind of like, cool, you know, if I'm going to I'm trying to resell it and I'll sell it for 50, 60 bucks, but I'm okay with that because I got what I needed out of it. A better one came along. I got that and it'll be the same thing when the next one comes along. You know, it's about having it for me. It's not like cashing in at the end of the day and, or, or having the opportunity to years down the line. Now there's some things like I would expect to keep that value. Like my first Thanos, my Iron Man, number one, um, my my first hot toy I bought from like a shop, you know, something like that that I really care about. Well, yeah, I want to k- try to keep that value in it. But for me, it's like it's about collecting. It's about having the figure at the time I want it, even if it's later down the line. I get to have it. So, so it cr- oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. If you said you expect your Thanos to keep its value, why do you expect that? Well, because I just feel like it's a little bit more sentimental to me, you know? Oh, okay. So what if it doesn't? Then what? Well, I'm a fan of Thanos, and I have it, so that's what I... Okay. That's, that's what okay. I Okay, I was, I was just making sure that... No, that that makes sense. Sorry. I was, I was just trying to understand or make sure that, like, anyone listening or... Well, and also, it's like, what's your what's your niche, right? Like, do you buy everything in the moon? Well, then you need to expect that something's going to crash or something's aren't going to keep their value. But if you're, if you have a narrowed collection, which is what I'm trying to work towards, then those are the things I care about the most Mm -hmm. odds are it would have to be a really bad situation for me to look to sell it. Or there was just something that was better and I was going to try to get my money out of it so I can move into the better thing. Sure. But okay. I was just pretty much what I was kind of clarifying is just because it had more, value more meaning to you didn't right. necessarily mean that you were not okay with it being re-released because that's what i thought you were kind of going for but no i get i get your point now what you're saying eddie i know you talked a little bit about this actually uh you had some good points and uh you, you guys talked about this on collecting weekly but what what do you say about it um i heard several good points from uh from six scale scavengers they were talking about it too on their last uh, episode with reissues because they were talking about the Batman Begins figure. Uh, I think that if it's an older figure, like the Batman Begins figure, uh, I think that was released like pretty early on in Hot Toys making stuff. So I don't think that one's too bad. Like that one needs an update. So if they're updating the figure from the original, 
then I don't see a problem with that. Even if you have it already, uh, you may, the one you have already may lose value, but now you have a chance to update the one that you have and get something better, like a better body, better uh, suit, material, whatever. So that's what I think about. If it's older, I think it's cool because it, everybody wins. But um, like if it's released the last couple of years, that might kind of suck. Like if it's just another re-release because everybody wants it, that kind of sucks. Um, then there is the thing to think about of the limited edition size. Like if there isn't a number on it, can it be remade again? And it can. So if you're into collecting stuff that's more limited, maybe start collecting things that have a number on it. Like if that's the thing that you like, like collect something that has a number. Don't, don't collect that hot toy or something. Or I think people focus too much on how much their stuff is worth when it shouldn't matter that much i mean i understand that it's nice to be able to sell stuff when you need the money but i mean at worst even with a reissue at worst you're going to get your money back what you paid you know what i mean like like maybe a little under if you want to sell it faster but you'll at least get retail for it if it's a good figure hey and eddie i agree with what you said about um damn it it just left me now Oh, you were talking about the numbering, right? Yeah. I feel if you're that worried about the uh, the exclusiveness of it, then odds are you're probably either one, a little bit higher in type collector, mm-hmm. or two, you're only collecting uh, SDCC exclusive A, you know? Yeah. So, and, and and within that, there's your niche, right? There's your yeah, yeah. Like I'm into the the San Diego stuff, and I want that's what my collection is. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. Power Rangers, Iron Giant, comic books, DC, whatever. You know, you're gonna focus on something like that. Yeah. I also think that it it helps to make something about the original release exclusive to the original release. Like with the Wolverine, for example, he came with that. That red mask, the original release, the SDCC one, came with a red mask. I don't know for what character it was, but um, that's not coming with the new Wolverine. So if you want that mask, you have to get the original SDCC Wolverine. Or maybe like when they re-released the Wolverine, they could have just done the long, the long ears that he has and not the short ones too. I don't know if they did the short ones or not, but I'm just saying like... The original one had the shorter ears, like, let this one have the longer ears. You know what I mean? Like, make something slightly different, but still enough to where both people have Wolverine and they're both happy. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, things like that. Mm-hmm. There is Go a ahead, case dude. of a numbered item coming again, which sucks, because if it's numbered, it should never come again. But the DC Comics McFarlane Batman statue the black and white statue the little uh, i don't know what scales they are they did that that run they did 2000 statues and then they re-released the exact same statue limited to 2000 again so now there's really 4000 and there's yeah. nothing different about either of them so when that yeah, happens that's of, really shitty there's a lot of collectors that are like i wouldn't have bought it if i knew it was going to be a 4000 run yeah yeah like, yeah it takes away from but I mean, sometimes even just the date on the box will help you. Like, yeah, hey, this true. is first run. This is when it was two thousand, not four thousand, and people will still eat that shit up. I think it's just luck of the draw. I think if you're collecting, banking on something being worth something one day, there's no point. I mean, you could even 
do that with cars. Like, oh, Ferraris always maintain their value, and you buy a Ferrari, and chances are, like, that's the one that doesn't, you know, <laughs> maintain its value. Like, if you're just banking on that as a, um, what's the word? Um, an, an investment, that's not a good idea. I think, you know, most of us here are collecting to collect. Like Sean said, like, I bought it because I want it. Very rarely do I buy something with the intention of selling it. And in fact, I mm -hmm. think I had said that um, a few weeks ago when the uh, um, the Krennic was coming out. I was like, even if I know for a fact that this figure is going to be worth three times what I'm going to pay for it, I don't want it in my collection. And I'm not going to rip some the next guy off. Yeah. Just because I have hindsight, and uh, I think <laughs> I think the the community would be a lot better off if people did that. But I mean, unfortunately, that's not the world. You know, Dean. But there's been many instances at the shop where we'll get like a comic collection, and they'll be like, "I saved these. I I, I collected the entire run, and I have this, and I have that, and 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 we start looking through it." And it's all like '90s indie, you know. And then it's, and then it's um, some X-Men, you know, that that early X-Men run in the '90s and stuff like that. And a lot of times we have to break hearts because they're like, you know, this should be this much money by now, and this and that, and they appreciate and value. <laughs> and picking <laughs> on him. Yeah, and, dude. For I a hundred percent get it. it's like. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys watch Pawn Stars, but Sean, yeah. I imagine it's yeah. the same thing. Like, yeah. look at all this stuff I did. But it's like, yeah, but <laughs> nobody wants it. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the issue with the comics in the 90s, they were just so overly mass produced. Yeah. You know? So there's Almost so much. Like, like the Star Wars figures. It was like, hey, look how collectible old Star Wars figures are. Let's churn out the power of the force. People will fucking love these. Yeah. And now you can buy them for pennies on the dollar. Yep. That was and that was a stupid marketing thing of that Hot Toys had never done to that point where they also released them on the spot pretty much or like within it, there wasn't like a pre order window it was like yeah. to coincide with the movie yeah and they like failed the it, yeah and it was an absolute flop and then people were like oh their their marketing sucks why don't they get in <laughs> with the hype on things well it's because they got burned it bit doing them in that. the ass yeah, yeah hype is what's killing the market it sucks like honestly I would much rather. Be like, hey, I really want a WandaVision, and then just go buy one. Like, that'd be super dope. Or, like, oh, The Mandalorian, but instead of, I gotta wait a year and a half, and then I get stuck in the harbor, because some asshole <laughs> went sideways in his boat, drifting. <laughs> yeah, but so I... Unfortunately, oh, sorry, that's not the ahead. world we're, <laughs> we're living in currently, because Hot Toys shot themselves in the foot doing that, and I guess... I don't. I mean, I like the Force Awakens. I don't see why the figures didn't do that well. <laughs> it, yeah, I think it was just like a. They tried to really. I think they tried something new where they tried to come up with the numbers beforehand, and it just didn't work out. But yeah. um, I want to go over the chat a little bit. They got some good points in here. Like I said, Mark pointed to if they don't have a addition size, um, someone you know. But you still you do feel bad for the ones who do pay $700 for a figure that gets announced later but I think you kind of attended that's to that a them, little bit Sean honestly, and then that shit's on them yeah, yeah true I agree. no it I is completely agree 
Um, and then I think John, um, the everyday collector, he, uh, he had some good points on the show, on your guys' show on Tuesday too. Um, so, you know, he said like with the Batman Begins figure was a re was reissued, doesn't come with the grapple gun, blah, blah, blah. Like with the original stuff, he said all they did was take the same body with the rubber issues and replace the yeah. new head sculpt on it. So, you know, they, they did minor tweaks to it. So yeah, no. And I get, I get pr- really all the stuff. Um, and yeah, and you guys kind of alluded to it a little bit where Hot Toys has like 20 plus figures coming soon. What happened to those? No, yeah, you're, you're right. You don't want them to take over the, take over, uh, releases. Uh, This has been a, let's get a chip in and get Dylan (laughs) post. Sorry guys. I, I have shit. I should just put up here, um, in my background, but, um, yeah, I, I would say that there's there's a lot of things that go into it. Some people, it, it's very easy to make it too too simple of an answer with with it. You know, people say, oh, people if they're buying for you know for it to go up in price, they're not real collectors. They're not. They're buying for all the real real reasons. Well, the other the other episode, I don't I don't remember how many episodes ago it was. I I said or I asked the question. I said. How many people, if you know a figure you're on the fence about is going to go up in price, how many how many people in the community does that change their mind on if they want the figure or not? A shit ton. Like Dean's mm-hmm. case, yeah, what he said about Krennic is very rare, but it's it's also just it's also part of collecting, um, and you know the exclusivity of it. Like it's. I, I understood John's points too from the last episode. I believe Jonathan. Sorry, I don't know if I have the uh, the the go ahead to call him John, but uh, <laughs> the everyday collector. I'm sure he, he's cool with it. He mentioned um, he mentioned essentially like they're just dolls if they're not exclusive. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, like he, they're dolls either way, dude. Yeah, no, it, that that's true, um, and. It's it is really hard. So I want I like to compare it with everything else. So just anything that does well seems to get re-released in one way or another. Uh, even if it's not like a collecting hobby, right? Like if look at the Ford Bronco, for instance. Just just take a car. A lot of like old brands like Chevy Blazer, Trailblazer. They're bringing back these old names because they did well at the time. All obviously they're selling on nostalgia, but. Um, it's just God, this fucking chat's like distracting the me. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, really yeah, the, like the Bronco, right? How they came out with a, like a new Bronco and everything like that. But um, re-releasing is just like a part of everything, part of consumerism. Uh, in my in my mind, it's I think Mark to kind of go to his point about if it has edition sizes. And they promise you, like, it has these certain size, these certain edition um, numbers. So, if it has those, then, you know, they, they use it as a, as a marketing ploy or a selling technique. You have good reason, then, in my, in my opinion, to kind of mm-hmm. come up with a ruckus about it. If they use it to sell the item, because then that's not fair. If they, if part, if they used it to sell that item and that was part of people, yes, yes it might breed... Um, it might breed uh, scalpers and you know people that just get it for the money. Yes, it does that. 
but it also <laughs> but it also does um is that everyone's roasting me right now in the chat about not having a background well, man. <laughs> but um it, it, if you use if you get it is a reason people buy things especially if they're on the fence for it people buy the hype for it now I, if you're i think a good way of kind of you know a lot of people like to say you're not a real collector you're not a real collector i'm sorry but nobody gets to say you're a real collector yes. not a real collector i'm kind of in the in the boat to where if like no one gets to tell who what to collect how to collect that sort of thing but if you're buying something and you sell it during the hype for that reason there's either two things either um you're just you you bought it with intention to do that or you're buying it because you don't care about it and it's a good window to sell it it's there's a lot more to go into the whole scalping argument but overall i think it's an addition size thing um that they have to be honest with and honestly hot toys never does that they do they haven't they said there is lim limited edition on certain things before like they're like some of their hong kong exclusives yeah, and things like yeah, that like the sdcc stuff and that stuff right. i think says limited or on it yeah sure. and and mezco will say limited edition on some of their things so like the the white skull um they they were very honest with or they came out and said you know there's 500 edition yeah size but they're not they like they always say they're not going to dive into the they're not going to dive into the realm of giving people edition size. I know a lot of people try and find the boxes and cart and counts there. And Mez in the interview uh, that we covered last week, he put an end to that and saying that was just essentially a shipment to that area, like a distribution <laughs> number. That means nothing. But uh, there's, a, there's something else that I think should be said about Hot Toys. I think people are a little quick to jump the gun on hating on them. Like, when they see these reissues, which there's been only, like, what, three? Like, Mark V, This Batman Begins, and maybe The Nightmare Suit, which... No, there's the been Nightmare more. Suit, all, all the... All but, the, I mean, like, a lot of the recently. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, Iron Man don't count, I don't think, because they're doing them in diecast now. So, I think the, like, reissues they're doing in diecast, so, so I don't feel like it's a They're making them better. But, uh... I think that people are quick to jump with the hate because they do try to be innovative, but people don't, people don't like it. They do these things like Venom Pool and these Venomized things that are popular in comics, and people shit all over it. People are like, what the fuck is this? I want my figure. I want my Bespin Luke. I want this and that. And it's like, dude, this is a company trying to make money. They're being innovative like you want them to be, and when they are, you shit on them. And then it's like... Of course they're going to re reissue the hype because that's what people want to buy. Like Yeah. You got to think of it like that, dude. Like you know, you yeah, can you can't get mad at them for one thing and then shit on them when they do what you're mad at them about and you just don't like it, you know? Like some people got to realize not well, everything we're is for you. It to ourselves. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Then the the classic the classic uh argument of saying, you know, they're a business, they're out to make money. They're aware, everyone get, becomes aware of aftermarket prices on their own product. Like Mez, Mez says that he's like, I don't troll, when he, Mez was talking about his Mezco figures, he's like, I don't troll eBay to sit there and look for what my items are going for. But someone like sent me something, it was one of their older releases. And he's like, and I was just blown away about 
what it like what it was at and he's like i try and stay tuned he's like it's not our intention for prices to get there and frankly we don't like to see it because that's money gone he's like we're not a non-profit we're here to make mis you know make money damn it so that's that's the big from their end of the spectrum it's tough to bitch at them about that sort of thing uh again like i said if you use it as a selling point then that's a that's iffy uh i think that's where you can really come at them on it if they because i think that happened in so in in playing cards that's a big thing um a lot of a lot of playing cards have like addition sizes that they'll include on a seal like here you probably can't see with the cellophane on it but so like 64 out of 850 or something that's a that's a big deal and someone at some card company re-released uh something that had an addition size and they got absolutely annihilated for it yeah. So, so yeah, uh, I, I think we kind of beat that subject to death, but that was a good, good, uh, kind of talk, I feel like. And that kind of brings us into, into this Wolverine figure. Um, I want to skip ahead a little bit to the pictures of it. So this is how it started with Eddie and I kind of talking the 112 <laughs> verse one six. I'm ignoring the chat right now. Cause it's, it's on fire <laughs> Dude, I just up, memed but... the fuck out of the <laughs> God. Uh, to Zach for approval. <laughs> oh, man. God damn it. <laughs> uh, I'll put oh, it on Hawks right now, guys. We can watch <laughs> God damn it. Um, anyway, so the... I know that, like, so Eddie and I... Eddie kind of talked about this Wolverine that's on the screen. Hundred. This is a recent released by Mezco, 155 bucks for all this um mm -hmm. eight heads he's got 12 hands a ton of different effects um and then he comes with this light up base where the eye is removable the sentinel um and this is just the they call it the wolverine deluxe steel box edition so he's also going to come in a like a steel or a metal box i, I doubt it's real steel but yeah. um they they're charging 155 for it you said essentially essentially you what your what your point was is you have a you have a line of what you want to pay for for a 12 scale figure um and when it starts getting up to about the 150 you compare it to getting like a third party uh one sixth scale figure for cheap and you'd rather do mm -hmm. that than get this um Sean, do you you kind of know what we're talking about here about like seeing if this is worth it? What what's your take on that? I like like deciding between one twelfth and one six. Yeah, when it gets so to like a certain price. Right so, when it gets. So the way I kind of look at it is what's going to make the most impact for my collection. So when I was starting to refine my collection and kind of narrow in where I wanted to really go with it, um. I thought, you know, the 1-6 stuff, it needs to be something that you can pose and it could stay in that pose and it, it, it speaks for itself. You know, I think in the case of like 112, I I bought the entire Mighty Morphin Power Rangers run, right? And I have I have like the Zordon and the Rita and the Zed and the, the Power Rangers with Green Rangers. I wouldn't be able to do that with the 1-6. So I'm happy having that in 112 and oh you're not wrong dude it gets expensive doing a so, whole ensemble and well and and uh 
having all those together like that, you know, makes it makes it a lot better for me, you know, because I have the entire team. I got the monsters. I got the putties, Rita, Zed, and and they're set up in a way where it's like it's impactful. It looks like an army, right? Like an army of rangers and an army of monsters and putties and stuff like that. I couldn't jump on the the new one six stuff. Um, I couldn't jump on the new one six stuff and and be able to do the same thing. No, so like not for less than a thousand dollars, right? You know, so I have I bought a Mark eighty five uh, Iron Man hot toy hot toys right, and that's doing what it needs to do. Right now, it's sitting there, it's showing off the gauntlet, things like that. You know, um. But I also have the SH Figu Arts Mark 85 that's sitting on my in-game display with all the heroes from the final battle charge. So, you know, it's doing what it needs to do. But would I be able to do the entire final battle charge with every Marvel character that's out there to to set that up like that? I, I just, I couldn't do it. Maybe someone out there can, but I couldn't. Yeah. You need a, you need a whole fucking spare bedroom to do that shit. <laughs> And six scale. I think it's just a preference thing. You're Somebody muted, Dill. You. Wow. Oh, no, thanks for that, Eddie. I was definitely... I pulled a rookie move. Um, I was too distracted by Dean fucking me, 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 and Ox. But uh, that's a good one. Gotta give you that one. Uh, <laughs> D, uh, Dean, I know you collect both sides there. Uh, yeah. Like, you collect Figmas, which can get up to, like, what, 150 pretty easily? Yeah, um, yeah. Pretty up there. I think yeah, the most so- expensive Figma I have ever bought, in, and she didn't retail for that much, but it's uh, Sats- Sats- God Satsuki from uh, Kill a Kill. I think I paid almost like one seventy for her because she was. They had already reissued her, and like there was no reissue on the horizon. I was like, dude, I I, I have no choice but to pay aftermarket. So, yeah, it sucked. But it was one of those figures I was like, I want this badly in my collection. So I guess what's your argument on that, Dean? Like if you have, let's say a, there's a six scale um, figure of that that you would have, like would you have still, would you have gotten the six scale figure for let's say like a hundred bucks more or just kept with that Figma? Oh, that's a good question. Now, they do make six scale versions of that. <laughs> they are way fucking more expensive. They were like six hundred bucks. Okay. Um, but I, if they were around the same price, probably not. Uh, Figma's pack a good punch, but if you're talking maybe like a black series, let's just say on a wild day, the Boba Fett is a hundred bucks. Like, it's sure. like super rare. You can't find it. It's a hundred bucks, but you can get the hot toys one or the sideshow. Let's say because it's not as expensive. A hundred sixty bucks. I would rather get the six scale version of Boba Fett than the one twelve scale. But like what Sean was saying, if I'm building an ensemble cast of characters, I'm gonna save the money and 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 the space, and just buy the the cheaper figures. Even if it's not, mu- I'm not saving that much um, in terms of dollars, but in terms of space, I'll be saving a lot. Sure. Um, I think it also just depends on the character. 
Yeah, um, I guess I guess maybe that's a better question. What makes it you decide if you're going to get a like if you if there's a you know a twelve scale or a six inch compared to a twelve inch figure? How do yeah. you decide which one you're going to get? Oh man, I guess that's it's a that's a tough thing to answer because it varies, you know, so wildly. Because yeah. like someone like Hunter K right from Blade Runner twenty forty nine, mm-hmm. I could have bought the NECA version for twenty dollars and been content. Oh, I forgot about that. That they but I was like, it. dude, if I'm gonna spend the money, I'm just gonna buy the Superman toys. And luckily I was able to get it at retail. Um now I can tell you right now if I could not have gotten that figure at retail, I probably would not have bought it. I probably would have ended up getting the NECA one. Um, and then with the NECA one, I could buy Deckard. I could buy um, the bad guy and, and the bad lady, whatever. I forget their names um, mm-hmm. from that movie and have, you know, all four characters. Because right now, my Hunter K is all by himself on six scale and it's kind of bumming me out. Um, or like Dread with Carl Urban. Mm-hmm. They, well, nobody makes a smaller version of that figure, but I really yeah. wanted the six scale version. But I could only ever find Anderson. And I was like, well, I'm not going to buy Anderson if I'm not going to get Dread. So I had to wait until I found both of them and I bought them at the same time. Um, I, it just depends on, on the character, on the space, on how the, how the mood strikes me at that point. That's a really tough question to answer. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a good one. That's kind of why I wanted to bring it up. Eddie, what were you kind of saying in the chat about it? I think it's just a, it's just like, yeah, like you said, a preference or a principle for me. I can't, since I collect uh, multiple, like, amounts of stuff, like statues and some 112 and one six. I, in my mind, I can't justify spending 160 to 170 after taxes and shipping on a figure that is that small and doesn't have an impact. And for me, I... Doesn't I, have an impact. That's... Yeah, that's- for, that's a that's a preference thing I'm saying for me like the I'm offended. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, go I'm ahead. Sorry. That's, I, no, to me, that's fine. it's like a toy, and uh, like one six has a bigger presence. Statues have a bigger presence. I can put that money. That's the way I collect. I want an impactful display. I want an impact impactful collection. I don't want someone to come in here and say, "Oh, this is a cool toy," and it's like, "Well, I spent 170 bucks on that cool toy." You know what I mean? Like, it's like how impressive was it? You know, for you. Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing for me. But I totally think that with the light up feature and the amount of accessories, I see why the 150 is justified. It was just more of like a I can't justify the 150 personally to spend on something like that. Yeah. No. That that uh, that's you're right. Where obviously it comes down to personal preference. You know. That's ultimately what it is and that's why we're able to have this this conversation Mm. so i guess maturely but yeah like dean said it's a tough question for me it started because of space mainly i still am going to struggle displaying all my six scales that i want let alone if i wanted to get into statues because god knows i have wanted to i've wanted i've definitely wanted to put that uh, go into like you know a few statues but the the issue there is obviously I know about how I guess when you start dealing with the bigger 
dollar amounts, the more care you have to take as well. In like, if you want to sell one, reship one. Um, but ultimately, it comes down to space. And yeah. I would like for the Wolverine. A lot of people are saying, you know, like how good this guy is going to complete a lot of people's X Men collections that they've started. You know, coming out with Gambit, Cyclops, um, Magneto, and they're not done yet either. So I'm I'm guessing like Rogue is gonna come, um, so I think they're it's a good way to have full teams like Dean said. Um, for me, yeah, it's it's not a it's not a plain dollar amount. It can't be uh, because that would be way too black and white. And my point to Eddie mainly was it wouldn't be the I wouldn't get half the characters I wanted. I got sick of sick and tired of waiting for a lot of characters and figs of one six scale that i wanted um and like my point in the chat when eddie and i were talking about is i don't like yes 150 could buy me a a, uh you know a third party six scale figure off brand or non-licensed one Mm -hmm. but i don't want that figure i want i want a wolverine that is gonna Mm -hmm. do his justice you know and that was my point is essentially is i i can't get a six scale looking like this he like sideshows i can for what what is his like 250 to 60 it's like 250 yeah and you know every sideshow gets gets shit on a lot about you know their, well, their quality that, this looks better than that just right saying. like exactly. if that's what you're comparing it to get this one <laughs> exactly that one sucks and i saw Sorry, the sideshow one at the shop and like it's man yeah, the legs wobble weird. and it's it's tough man you need that base and everything it needs some help They've but, they've gotten a f- okay, but the I had the brown suited version, and ew. I actually re- I actually really liked it of the <laughs> the sideshow brown suit. It didn't have a little bit of wobble, but but it wasn't terrible to where it made me mad at it. What were you gonna say, Dean? Oh, um, yeah, the brown the sideshow one. I mean, it broke on stream. I would never buy that. Yeah, um, honestly. I've said it before, I'll say it again, I don't like the X-Men, but if I was going to have a Wolverine in my collection, it would be this one. Yeah. I don't like Wolverine enough to get a six-scale version. Sure. But I also don't just want, like, a Marvel Legends. And the Jim Lee design for Wolverine is, like, arguably the best ever. Um... I, mm-hmm. This figure looks fucking dope with the base. With that base, that's fucking sweet. Yeah, yeah. No, and that was that was essentially what got me into Mezco from the beginning. I know I was kind of like, if people listen have listened to Small Talk for a while, they've kind of been on the ride with me on where I started with it, mm-hmm. and that's essentially what got me into it. Is there's a bunch of like gray area characters that I wanted. But I didn't want enough for six scale, and I didn't have the room even for just for storing the fucking things. But yeah. um, we're joined by the everyday collector oh here. Oh my goodness! Yeah. What's up, John? I've been summoned. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, so I know, like, going back real quick, John, you had some good points on the kind of de- the debating of re-releases. So I just kind of wanted to give you your time there. You guys are honestly just breaking my heart. <laughs> Inside, I I just lost. Oh man! How can you be okay? How can you be okay with what they're doing? Because I don't have it. Here's an example. <laughs> <laughs> they they give us Echo Base, fantastic uh-huh. Echo Base. Yeah, pump the collectors up. 
and in we're in a, a Star Wars time. This is the time for the Star Wars fans. What do they do? They reissue a ten-year-old Batman figure. See, but that's preference, guy. That's like, personal. That's a personal thing, dude. You want Star Wars? People love. Pe- some people hate dude, Star Wars. I'm a Batman fan. I say fan. that all I'm the a, time. I'm a Batman fan before a Star Wars fan. Batman. Wow. Batman got me into collecting. Eighty-nine <laughs> Batman. Michael yeah. Keaton, he started my collecting journey. If they ever reissued anything 1989, that's it. I would just... I, I always say it when stuff like this pops up. I always say, like, hey, it's not for me, but I'm glad for the guy who That's the thing. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm happy for all the collectors who missed out on it. But if you're going to reissue a figure, innovate the figure a bit. That yeah, is like true. Not I agree wrong. with you there. Innovate you're the 100%. The, 100%. They didn't include the grappling gun, which is a joke. Mm-hmm. And the suit is going to deteriorate in less than... If you put him in a dynamic pose, it's a, it's exactly like the same the same issues the original had. So, it's going to be gone. But isn't so that you, the risk you wanted, that you take? You wanted a re-release, but a, but a new and improved re-release. Is what I, you like wanted. Two, yeah. like a two Look, if you're gonna yeah. do a if you're gonna do a re-release, do a re-release that makes everybody happy. The original collectors who have the original piece, mint in box, and by all means, I'm not a scalper. I haven't sold a piece in my collection ever, but I like having the original boxed up. That's the kind of collector I am. Make everybody happy. You guys brought up the car industry. You look at the car industry. They're redoing the Bronco. They're redoing the Challenger, the Charger, but they're not the exact same. Mm-hmm. To be cars. fair, that was a bad analogy on Dylan's part. They're not though. the same cars. <laughs> I, I was just, I was just saying but, overall, like yeah, yeah that was a bad injection and that was airbags a, and seatbelts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a bad analogy because yes, car, like collecting cars is still a thing. But you my, had the my, right idea, right? My point is that any like anything consumer gets remade in a sense. But mm-hmm. you're gonna always have those classic car guys get those classic cars those classic cars go more for more than what the originals for more than what the reissues are going for yeah so my father-in-law is a classic he's a classic car collector and he has he has the original Smokey and the bandit trans am this thing wins it it, he wins national competitions every single year uh, with this car right yeah and i i think i think dylan was the one who said it i go i really think it's about the nostalgia because who are they targeting? <laughs> Those guys who had the the '65 Mustang were the the 17, 18, 19 year olds exactly, who were exactly. able to snag it. Yeah. And you know what? They grew old, and now they're 50, 60 years old, and they had to sell it for whatever reason. Maybe the car was just bad; it deteriorated over time. But you know what? To get that vehicle again at whatever age you might be is is a big deal to me. I think mm-hmm. about like the small soldiers. I love that movie. That's, yeah. I love that movie. And the moment I found my archer and my chip hazard again, after being like, you know, I'm out of the toy phase, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going into middle school. I want to play sports, this and that. And then years later, regretting getting rid of it. When I found it, it instantly broke me back or brought, brought me back. The foot is broken. You can see inside the ball joint, uh, the the uh, voice action for Chip Hazard doesn't work. It was corroded on the inside of the battery pack, but I had the figure. 
I had it. And you know what? If they were to come out with a 2021 or 2022 version of these guys, I'd keep the vintage one and buy that one because I knew that maybe I could recreate a scene in the movie, you know, that yeah. I wanted to recreate. Like, it tells a story for me, yeah. you know? And when I think about, like, what Dylan was saying with classic cars, I think it's the same thing, yeah. you know? The, the kids that are our age, we're calling us kids, but, you know, like... When were you able to afford that that Trans Am or that Camaro or that uh, Viper? You know, any of those big cars that were in our teenage years were like super hot and you had to get rid of it because you went to school or you just needed to upgrade because you had a family, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I just think I really think it depends. And I agree with you when you say like quality, you know? Like that's that's a big deal. We, we we do spend a lot of money, so we should get a quality product. But I mean, just to have it again is a oh, of big deal. And and you're you guys are a hundred percent right. Reissues are important, and reissues are inevitable. Mm-hmm. Even for statue collectors, you guys you have a statue. They they can number a statue. They may not reissue that pose or that the way the statue presents itself, but that character gets reissued. And then people fall in love with the paint application and this and that. Mm-hmm. You can't run away from it. The only no. thing I say is if you're going to reissue, remember and take into consideration the original collector as well as the new collectors coming in. Leave some meat on the bone for both of them. Sure. Yeah, yeah I think a, a perfect example is the short trooper. It's um, yeah. they're yeah, reissuing exactly. it, but yeah. it still maintains the market for the original one. Exactly. Because it's a different rank. Yeah. So it still leaves people wanting that original one. Um, you're not wrong, dude, but... Yeah, this is all fun, right? We're all just having fun yeah. here. But... No, Yo, fun. Yeah, for sure. Tate, <laughs> <laughs> jo- jo- hey, Jonathan, can I call you John? Yeah, man, whatever. You can okay. call me whatever you want. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. Just uh, don't call him in the morning. <laughs> um, do you ever... <laughs> Do you ever hear about that thing with Chad Johnson, you know, Chad Ochocinco, the old football player, how he would call his coaches in the middle of the morning, like at two in the three in the morning, and he'd be like, coach, I'm open. And then he'd hang up on him. I'm going to do that to John. I'm just going to call him at two in the morning and be like, sup, John, can I call you John and hang up? Uh, anyways, no, yeah, that's, that's all good points, John. Uh, I would, I would say, yeah, it comes down to what, like what's what's important to you i like your point mainly about the improving it like if you're gonna make it make it better um i wouldn't go so hard at the dice die on the hill of you know this is replacing figures that we haven't gotten yet or haven't released because i think if you do the math i know it's like this with mezco for sure where a lot of people complain about rumble society figures taking the place of licensed brands that they want uh, someone did the math and they didn't replace them. They essentially are additions. And so, you know, I I don't have confirmation of this, but you can about guess that they're using them to fund the additional licenses, probably the Marvel license as it's most likely pretty expensive, that sort of thing. So I don't know the numbers behind that, John, that they're, I don't think we really, like Hot Toys has, I think up until last year, actually had more releases than the oh, year of before course. exactly yeah so that would be a hill i definitely wouldn't die on with them of where hey these re- these re-releases are taking the place where's cyborg while we're releasing this 
you got to look at the stats there to make sure that you know your your argument there is isn't backed up. But your argument about keeping old collectors happy, um, and if you're going to do it, as as a James, the famous Jameis Winston used to say, if you're going to do it, do it good. Yeah. So yeah, you that's can the, see, you can see that over the last year, year and a half, it's been majority re-releases. In well, a sense, think, de- if, depending on what you count as really, like Dean was saying, like Short Trooper, it, they changed that up. Okay, um, but I you feel know, like that, you're looking at the glass half full, half empty instead of half full, because well, there's been a lot of Star Wars in particular this year. Well, and, a lot and of like good new figures. Right, and like Danny said, he doesn't, or not Danny. I'm sorry, I was looking at Danny on the screen. Him, <laughs> he's he's trying to wheel and deal in our chat right now. But <laughs> Eddie, wow, uh, <laughs> Eddie uh, st- said earlier um, where I think he had. I just totally lost my train of thought. Oh my god, that's okay. <laughs> I'll sl- I'll slip it and say something quickly. And you guys are right. Like, I think the 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 prices that these scalpers are putting these figures for are ridiculous. If I was a company, I would be looking at that too and saying, you know what, I'm gonna. Hold that thought. I remembered what I was gonna say. Okay, go go. <laughs> he he said he doesn't he doesn't consider the Iron Man re-releases re-releases that went from plastic to diecast. So how they're redoing a lot of them? Yes, the forty-seven was re-released. The five yeah, was re-released. Re- there were improvements, though big improvements. Okay, yeah. yeah. So those those you don't consider, and those you're fine with. This. I, the forty-seven and the five are definitely re-released. Yeah, those yeah, are actual yeah. re-releases. Yeah. yeah. Um. Look at like Iron Man the Whiplash. That was a straight re-release. Yeah, and they, they didn't, didn't even they didn't even the fix the pants. They didn't no. even fix the pants. They didn't. Oh, didn't yeah, they change them? The didn't they? Ch- didn't they? Didn't they change the pants? But it still wasn't like the right color. No, I think they're the same pants. The only thing yeah, I think they the gave same. they gave the head sculpt a little bit of a better paint job. But that's what they're doing. It's the same bodies, giving us a different head sculpt. Hey, what? At the end of the day, like I said, I I think these these there prices, are reasons for those though. Like I think the Whiplash was re-released because of the five, so they knew that figure accompanying would sell because it, yeah. people were getting the yeah. five. Um, it's a smart business move. Yeah, yeah. And there, you never know. Too, you know, like some. I know that and, some, some, in some cases, companies have came out and said they literally re-released something because they knew they were going to lose the license for it. What where I will definitely join in with you, John, is your point about release some of the other licenses you have. Hot Toys like they've gotten much better. They used to be take three years ago, and they were so bad at holding licenses and not making not things doing out of them. them. Yeah, like at this point, they haven't made a Predator or Alien forever. Give that license to fucking someone else. But yeah. at this point, if you're not gonna do it, yeah. give it to someone else. Yeah. That's where I have a problem with them. Is don't don't hoard licensing if you're gonna if you're not gonna make it. You never know in the background what like. You know, if they're if licensing is holding it up, not approving, or if they're making them make the re- the releases, like NECA has came out and said they've had to have a certain amount of releases, or like had to maybe maybe like the licensor has even enough control to tell them to re-release something. Dude, that's, that's why we. That's a bunch of unknown. That's why we got Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so hey, I got a quick question then. In, in the case of Whiplash, right? So. At the time of the movie, I was not into the figure game. I was not, almost not even into the comic game, not until about uh, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out. 
So I agree with like the in a, like if he's the same the first time around as the second time, like yeah, you needed to do something about that. But what was the market like back then when that released because that's been a long time since Iron Man 2 came out. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's not a that's not a character that we've seen ever again. Yeah. You know? And then just in time, right? They made it they made it an exclusive just in time for the re-release of the suitcase armor. So what was the market like when that first came out? Because I I would well, maybe argue less, that it was course. not how it is now. No, of course mm-hmm. not. No, it definitely. I mean, Hot Toys collecting has grown so it's much grown. in the last couple of years. It's nowhere near compared to what it was a couple of years ago. So yeah, but what does that mean? They're going to go backwards and reproduce everything they've done? No. And well, I mean, I, I would bet that they are going to re-release a good amount, and and like that's things. and that's the problem. That for me, that's but the I problem. think that you gotta. I guess it's up to you to decide whether or not you have a problem with that. Yeah. With them as a company, but also yeah. you gotta like. I have this issue and I've had this issue. I've told like Zach and Dean about this a lot is like, I feel like collectors focus too much on the bad and there's never any focus on the good, which is what I'm saying. Like calling with, re- with the reissues, like everybody focuses on the reissues and doesn't focus on all the brand new figures we got last year that, and the new announcements, like they allow, they announced clone wars last year. That's a big one. Like yeah, but Eddie, they we're, announced... we're still waiting. Look at the. Well, yeah, I if mean, you go to sideshow.com, a... the whole page, hot it's... toys that are in stock, they're fucking old, or exactly. they're all. They're... I'll give you an example. I'll give you a perfect example. Bespin Leia, all right, Bespin Leia, mm-hmm. beautiful figure. What do they do to us? A year ago, I don't know. I think it was a year. They post a teaser with Bespin Han. Okay. It's it's this time, we've waited so long. Where's Bespin Han? You set up Echo Base. Hey, why not give us a Star Wars theme figure, Bespin Han? And I I understand there may be some legalities with the face sculpt and so forth, but if that's yeah. the case, if that's the case, don't tease Bespin. <laughs> don't produce Bespin Leia with the teaser of Han. All you're doing is tricking your collectors. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that frustrating. You can, uh, I, the SH Figure Arts collectors would be all would agree a hundred percent with you because they they teased like an entire Empire Strikes Back. What would have it been fiftieth or fortieth anniversary? Like I think last year in twenty twenty or something yeah. like that. They had the chance to re to release all like the entire Empire Strikes Back line, and they teased them, and they still haven't came out with like anyone in there. Like there's people who. I, like I listen to to a bunch of other podcasts that collect them, and they they talk about that probably almost every episode that they record that the SH Figure Arts hasn't done that. So Dude, I, I on side. Go, oh, go ahead. Okay, so I was gonna say, I, it makes me think of um, Corvius Glaive. I've saw like promo pics of of what was looked like a one six scale Corvius Glaive. That is not released, and I know, I know, like uh, Infinity Wars is still a little bit more fresh than some of the other stuff we're talking about, but you know, that's not come out at all. And the best thing that they've come out with is an Iron Studios uh, statue of it, and because I didn't want to spend the money on that, I buy a twelve scale, and I and I buy the Amazon exclusive, so at least I have the figure. 
Yeah. And um, we yeah, don't know what's going to get. We don't know what's going to get released for Star Wars in May. That's They're the, gonna have a big dude, old Star Wars. hundred percent. There's gonna be hundred percent. They released Batman because it's DC and because Snyder cut and because yeah. DC's hyped right now. So they were like, "Hey, we were gonna reissue this anyway. Let's let's do it now when everybody's wants DC." Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just the time. I I really I agree with you. I think that they're definitely gonna step up their game for the May the fourth the Star Wars releases. I think we're gonna see the. Uh, uh, what's his name? Obi Wan, the Clone Wars. I, th- I think they're gonna step up their game. So let's see what happens. Hopefully, we yeah. get that best Ben Han. We better be getting some shit because right oh, now yeah. on sideshow.com, if you type in Star Wars Hot Toys, nine of them are available, but really only one, two, three, four, five of them you can actually order. All the other ones are waitlisted. L- 34 pre releases. Yeah. It's like, where the fuck? I, where are all these figures? I want to ask you guys a question. Once you're done, Dean, sorry, go ahead. It's just, it's just frustrating. It's like, yeah. like you said, like stop fucking re-releasing some shit <laughs> and announcing shit that we're gonna get in two years, and just start fucking coming out with the figures. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's like on pre-orders on sideshow. It's like, how are these motherfuckers making money? On a scale yeah, of on one pre-orders. to ten. On a scale of it's one to ten. Annoying. Who would have rather, instead of that Tumblr, in all honesty, have gotten that Jedi Starfighter? Well, everyone, but here's the, thing. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing, though, is I'm in a place, like, I, I have collected long enough to where I rem- like, I was probably collecting at too young of an age where I technically probably shouldn't have been able to pre- to afford these figures. I probably shouldn't have been spending money on them while I was like, you know, I wasn't even in college yet, but I was buying, like, hot toys, and around... In between that time and when the Iron Man figure started taking off, there was a point where Hot Toys was not very well off. A yeah. lot of, like, you would, you know, and, like, when I started getting into, like, the social media end of the, of the, of kind of everything, looking at the forums, Facebook groups, there's a lot of people who are saying the hobby was dead. And to me, that was scary. Like, that's the last thing I want. And you see companies like, I like, Rip, chronicle collectibles go under a big thing that i want companies these companies that are here to make money do that are releasing figures is take care of themselves and a big thing is the tumblr was an easy re-release or easy enough you know they got the molds they got they can make yes certain improvements but they are using that still to fund some of those additional releases maybe attain some more expensive licenses for the rest of us, that's kind of how you have to think of it from the business end is where you want to appreciate it for that reason is you always want to see them succeed. You know, like like I think Eddie was saying, like, if you're sitting there saying, like, I know none of us are except maybe Dean. I'm just kidding. But, you know, like, like fuck Hot Toys. Like, screw them. They don't know anything. Like, nah. okay, would you rather them not exist then? Like, no, you don't want to have them around? No, obviously So, not. like, no, that's, that's the other made- thing. I said that about Disney owning Star Wars. It's yeah. like it might be fucking shitty right now, but in five, ten years, we might be thinking like, "Oh, thank God Disney bought Star Wars because we're actually getting good content." And I agree with you. I mean, you're it's kind of hard to imagine that uh, right now. But, steep. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Hot Toys is a little more forgiving. Yeah, uh, because and- they do come out with bangers so often. But like. Like I said, it's just like, dude, f- fuck. It's just like, release them. 
Yeah. Frustrating, yes, 100%. I just remember either reading or listening to a podcast at some point years ago where they had someone in the figure industry talk about how expensive those metal molds are. Oh, it was actually the guy who like broke off and is doing like Beasts of the Mesozoic Dinosaurs Kickstarters. Um, but he, he used to be like a sculptor for like Hasbro and stuff like that. I think he's discussed how expensive metal molds are. They're like mid thousand, like thousands, like they can go up to like seven, 10,000 just for like a mold. And that's, you know, that's, it's wild how much, how expensive some of that stuff is. But, um, John, real quick, sorry, we should probably move on to another. I can't believe we're talking about six gallon small talk. I know, no, I know (laughs) we're probably going too much, but it is relevant to to, because of the the whole Mezco thing. The funny thing is, come on. No, no, it was the and the funny thing is, Mezco collectors were like, finally a fucking re-release, and like all the Hot Toys people on the other end around the exact same time were like, fuck Hot Toys, a re-release <laughs> at the same time. It was just kind of funny because Mezco never does re-releases. But yeah. John, do you collect anything small? No, I, I started with the Mandalorian. I got the <laughs> uh, the vintage collection. Okay. Car- carbonized. Those are yep. the ones I started with. But other than that, no. Hot Toys is the smallest scale. I was Do gonna roast sit- the fuck out of John, but we're not there yet. No. That's why I answer still- quickly. <laughs> do you still? Do you still collect, or do you still have those carbonized? I do. Yeah. Okay. That's the gotcha. All right. I would have so should- liked to get that Haslab uh, Razor Crest though. Right. Yeah, because that you're yeah. probably not going to find on a Yeah, I fucking bought the Razor Crest. And then it fucking explodes on the show. It's like. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was fuck? terrible timing. I'm glad I didn't buy it, honestly. I'd be so fucking pissed if I bought it. <laughs> and then they blow the motherfucker up. It, it made it easier for me not pre ordering. But, all right, let's 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 fly through the news here Um, for the Mezco Minute. Mezco, I know we uh, last show, it, they did a good job of kind of turning this around and buying in on the hype. Or paying in on the hype, I guess. Paying, whatever. Shut up. Yeah. Um, they they released uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League Deluxe Steel Box set of three figures. Um, it's Black Suit Superman, The Flash, and Batman. And this is another re-release, actually, too. The Batman is. Um, and the three go for two sick two hundred sixty bucks. Uh, going to release next year, Q one, I believe, January to March twenty twenty two. So divided into th- you divide this into three, and it's about eighty set eighty six eighty seven bucks. That's pretty spendy. It comes in like a bo- like a package of all three. Yeah, yeah. yep. It's oh. a deluxe steel box set, is what they said. So oh, okay. I thought you meant each one. Okay, cool. Oh no, yeah. It's all it's all in one. Um, that's the kind of shitty thing. But a lot of people I know have been asking about the Flash. You know, it's also technic kind of a re release of Superman, but it's black suit, so not really. But um, yeah, this one's pretty, ex- pretty, a lot of people are pretty excited about it. The Batman is redone, uh, to kind of John, to what John was fucking, saying. What? That's what these toy companies are giving us a black suit, Spider Superman, but we have to buy some other bullshit to get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's <laughs> yeah. like what Warner Bros. is making them do. That is odd, though. Uh, McFarlane's about the only one getting away with doing him separately. Jeez. But... Yeah, no, it's uh, to me. I'm getting this anyways. That's I didn't the have only a new thing of everything coming out. So they know if we want people to get the other shit, we got to put them with the other shit. Yeah, or it's just either don't re-release the. It's the it's two things. It's it's either like a licensing requirement for some of these higher end companies, or it's a 
or it, yeah, like Daddy said, it's definitely a business move to get you to buy shit. Because Dean, speaking of which, I might talk to you about going going in on a Hot Toys Black Suit Superman and Nightmare Ooh. Batman if you want. But because I know you H-M- said you'd be down H-M-U. for that. Uh, but yeah, anyways, so these guys look good. I know a lot of people are talking about the, the ankle pivot in The Flash is looking good. Something like they've never done before. And that there's actually visible joints that we never see in, in uh, Mezco, in which Flash, is odd. In The Flash, you have to, dude. Yeah, that exactly. That's too intricate to do any other yeah. way. Exactly. I'm okay with it. A lot of people are okay with it just to get these kinds of poses. Um, the Batman, amazing Yamaguchi, dude. Even yeah, that is really awesome. But the Batman, everyone was really liking the kind of redone suit. The abs look a little over the top. I don't know if that's exactly what it looked like in the movie, but overall, I'm just jacked that they're coming out with it again. Um, they also did a Popeye Deluxe box set for fifty-five bucks. Um, this includes uh, Popeye, Bluto, um, Olive Foil, Olive. And then, I don't know that chef's name. What's his name? Do you guys know? I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it's it's Eddie, actually. Wow, dude. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, this is due August to October 2021. 55 bucks, you get these four figures. And this is their five points line. So, um, I think three and three quarter inch scale. They're five points line. If you're into the three and three inch, or three and three quarter inch scale, uh, they do them really well their paint job is very well done um and then this one we've kind of talked to death about a bunch of different things but they also did released a wolverine deluxe steel box edition for 155 bucks uh due in october to december 2021 eight interchangeable eight heads including like his first that many heads i know that's it's eight heads is wild so he comes with uh his first his first appearance head i think is what they said right sean from like the comics or something that's what those ones got more head than mark (laughs) wow (laughs) unbelievable um like he comes He comes with a lot of like effects for his blades he comes with like the bone claws his steel claws or like uh, not vibranium. What's he made out of again? Adamantium. Yeah, adamantium. Thank you. And then the biggest thing is the base. He comes with this defeated sentinel base with a removable eye, and he lights up. The base looks stand great. On. This is pretty Danny, awesome. Yeah, the base is Danny awesome. Danny told us the chef's name, by the way. We missed it. Chef is Roughhouse. Thank you, Danny. You got our back. Uh, Moffex did a Shin Ultraman number 55. This is September 2021 release for 80 bucks. <laughs> Dude, I know that this is like pretty show accurate, but that was one goofy looking motherfucker. It, yeah. I was going through <laughs> pictures of it, and there's like four pictures of him just standing straight like this, and it was like almost awkward. I just yeah. like, for whatever reason, I felt like I was looking at something explicit for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, okay, so McFarlane news. Uh, Mortal Kombat, there's two new releases. I was not able to confirm if these are Amazon exclusives, but if you go to their website, that's where it takes you to purchase these two. Um, it's Noob Saibot Saibot Kilgore skin. So this is their second version. Um, and he, he goes for 20 bucks, released June 16th. And then Cabal, hooked up skin. So a different skin there as well. I think it's the second one of him as well uh, for 20 bucks, also June 16th. Cabal is my favorite, by the way. 
out of Mortal Kombat in case anyone wanted to know. Um, Blood Angels <laughs> Primaris Lieutenant Gold Label Series. This one's due to release. I don't think there's... I don't think it has released yet, but this is their Warhammer 40,000 uh, gold label part. Um, Danny asked if these two, if the two Mortal Kombat guys were from the game or movie, it's the game. Because they're different skins. Uh, the other thing, we didn't know much about this last show. Um, but hell am I yeah, D, So McFarlane also really, they finally came out with the Unmasked Batman from Justice oh, League, cool. Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Have uh, so you ever is, seen Ben Affleck before? This is unmasked <laughs> Bruce it. Wayne. It looks um, like Superman and Batman. This was a this was an entertainment Earth exclusive already sold out for twenty three bucks twenty two ninety nine. Yeah, it sold out pretty quick. June twenty twenty one release. Okay, before I'll let you guys hack away at this while I Dude, run to the bathroom seen, quick. But have you seen that music video with Lionel Richie? Where the blind girl just feels his face <laughs> no. and makes him out of clay. Yeah. Is yeah. that what? Did they hire her to do this fucking Bruce Wayne school? Okay, the only thing to the I, I will agree with everything that you guys are gonna say in the next five minutes to roast this figure, but Robo on his weekly had a good point of this is a good Bruce Wayne, god awful. <laughs> Batfleck, not fair. him at all. That's, but it's a good. Fair. It does if you just want him to be a Bruce it's Wayne. Like that's fine. If Lego Batman or Lego Bruce Wayne was an actual figure, uh, yeah, I want him. I want him to be Bruce Wayne on a Batfleck figure. That's what I want. Oh, you do want that? No, I'm joking. Like everybody's oh. gonna want the Ben Affleck head, right? This is. I mean, maybe it'll look better post. You know, when it actually comes out. I don't think it will. Uh, this is bad. Does he I come with a helmet? Uh, I, don't I don't know. He should. Yeah, but he I should. don't know. <laughs> but like, uh, what was I, dude? This is just not good. Like, for McFarlane, who's like, all their figures usually have fantastic sculpts. This is so terrible. Do they? Here. Does he have? Well, I guess we talked about this. The likeness stuff. I've never seen good likenesses from him, but I don't know, like, the football stuff and, like, the Walking Dead stuff that he did. I don't know all that other stuff, so I'm just basing it off yeah. of recent. I've been I've been collecting McFarlane figures for literally as long as I can remember, and to me, his likenesses and sculpts have always been on point. Like, his, uh, he did, like, Kiss figures... Uh, mm-hmm. He did like uh, the the movie Maniacs line with like the Terminator, uh, fucking um, who else is in the movie Maniacs? Oh, uh, Snake Plissken from Escape from L.A. Like those are all like such good figures and likenesses, and then <laughs> this it's like. <sighs> um, all right, we can move on. I'm back. <laughs> did you? I, I'm I'm gonna go back and listen to see what you guys had to say. It wasn't there, that. But... I think. The Lionel oh. Richie thing was fucking. <laughs> I wanna. You gotta send me the link of what you're talking about there after the show. Oh, dude. Here. Okay, just a quick backstory. That's a real blind woman in the video, and she actually felt his face and recreated him in clay. And he, it's like honestly, it looks like him, but like it's kind of goofy. 
And he got so fucking pissed. He like, I, I think he was like wanted to like stop the video shoot because he was so pissed at how fucking weird it looked. <laughs> oh my bad. I'll, find, I'll yeah. find the music video for you. Oh, thanks, thanks, Eddie. Um, so next release that I had on here, the Spawn Curse of Apocalypse version, seven inch scale. Uh, this is their. This is a gold label one, so also a Walmart exclusive. I think all their gold labels are Walmart exclusives. Uh, set for April release, so pretty soon here. This is their version of Spawn for gold label. I thought this was pretty cool. I'm not a huge yellow fan, but he's it's like a yellow and black wow. variant. This of is them. actually the Collecting Weekly version. It's yeah, nice. <laughs> That's. I think it's pretty. Looks actually pretty cool. It translates well in my mind. I think it did well, but um, I'm guessing this is gonna be about thirty bucks, like their gold label series, and probably impossible to find. I've never seen one in the have wild. You guys, have you guys? <laughs> have you guys played um, him on Mortal Kombat as a character? I have. Does not anybody have, play? I have not. Have you? No. I. I just. I want to know if when you pick him as like the second player character if he's yellow or what color he is you mm. know what i mean yeah they that would make then it would make more sense to me so we'll get to another one um i don't know what this will be i'm gold label they try and give yellow or gold themes a little bit i know a little mm. bit or something different to i think like with the batman version uh it's like kind of his own why like they're why is goldish. his billy club still red yeah i don't know yeah they should have changed that damn it for his weapon, for sure. Um, um, yeah. I don't like this at all. You don't like it, Dean? <laughs> no. I don't like it either, man. I, there's nothing I, about this that's like, oh, I, that's cool. Nope. I like it. Nope. I don't like it for 30 bucks, for 10 bucks more than a regular, but I like it. Dude, maybe it's, it's limited edition, John. Reverse. He won't yeah. re-release it. They better maybe. not re-release yeah. it. I'll tell you that. He won't. If, dude. If, Keep like, it the, in package. If the Jumped. suit was, if the suit was yellow and everything else was black. Look at that! Look at Eddie swinging, eh? <laughs> what were you saying, Dean? I was saying maybe if the suit was yellow and everything else was black, that might. Oh, like reverse, okay. like yeah. reverse colors. Okay. I'm. I'm yeah. I'm, Trying to picture it in my head, I'm having difficulty because it's so that, bad. That'd be tough because black, like what they have black on this figure is what's always black. They just replace the red with yellow, essentially. Right, which is so. like not okay. Well, there's another one we'll cover that you'll I'll, I'll have to get your guys' opinions on, but um, this one is just a wave, real quick. So this is DC Comics Multiverse um wave this is nightwing joker modern comic green lantern jonathan john stewart version and then superman bizarro rebirth and all these are 20 bucks due april 18th release what's going on with john stewart slips what's happening i don't know he stopped doing the daily show and i just stopped keeping track of it (laughs) i don't know that is they're like as black as a suit dude yeah i know that's odd. Um, that anyways, actually, I that's actually the best figure looking here. <laughs> the Green it, by, yeah, by a lot, in my opinion. I don't know anything about these I variants, will say this. I still stand by McFarlane as putting out better Batman figures than we've gotten in, I don't know, as long as I can remember. Yeah, uh, I agree with uh, you. Because the Mattel was putting out terrible figures. Yeah, like, for, for two years lower. ago. Low end ones is hundred percent. I agree. And I, these even are the like, same price. Yeah. Twenty bucks. Yep. 
I agree. Um, Dude, NECA's... when the Suicide Squad figures were coming out, I was like, these are garbage. Because I really wanted a... Uh... Who the hell did I want? I think I just wanted, like, the Joker or Harley or something. And I got them, and I immediately sold them. I was like, these are fucking <laughs> bad. And these are Target exclusives? No, I think yeah. these are just standard releases. Oh, just standard. oh these... Okay. Why they, say they, say tar target? they say Target. I don't 100% know, <laughs> actually. I think they may be Target exclusives, but uh, what I've been seeing lately is eventually they'll release them yeah. to everyone later on. Are the figures on the screen that say Target, Target exclusive? No, I don't think so. so. <laughs> Well, McFarlane. This, <laughs> this is from their website. This is from their website. All right, fucking guys. <laughs> this is straight from their nope. website, um, the where where they give they give you like just they show like ways you can pre-order it. That's why I wasn't able to confirm if the if the Amazon ones were. Amazon exclusives because it doesn't say it anywhere and it doesn't say it on Target's website that these are exclusives. So that's why I'm not 100% sure. A lot of times they'll say DC Comics Multiverse Superman Bizarro Rebirth uh, Target exclusive, but this one does not. So I don't know if they're just doing an avenue that it can be ordered right now or what. Um, I don't know. They're weird. Tough to keep track of. So here's another oh spawn. God. This is lord covenant version spawn it's even so, worse <laughs> he's he's three colors he's got his mate is black and then he's got light blue teal on his mask accent like his face accents around his eyes and then his chest and then okay the uh, his armor is gray the last one makes even less sense because this motherfucker's sword is blue <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true yeah, uh, this one I don't think is live yet to order either. We'll find out if it's an exclusive one way. Um, but uh, this one yeah, I didn't like. Eddie, didn't you say you like this tell one? Anybody when this goes up for order? <laughs> I think this one's better than the yellow one, but I still you do. I wouldn't get a different color spawn because why? Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, that's why I want to know if anybody. I mean, if anybody in the chat plays the Mortal Kombat game, let me know what the second player skin color is, because then it makes sense to me. But otherwise, I don't get it. Yeah. I'll, I'll just Google it. Uh, good. Good idea. Dude. Mortal Kombat 11 spawn skins. So, keep us updated on that. Um, Super 7, just to let everyone know, their pre-order window for their Thundercats Ultimates tank, Thunder oh, Tank. This is cool. This thing, the pre-order window closes tomorrow, Friday, April second. Uh, I don't have, I don't, I didn't put down a time. I probably should have. Now that I think back on Dude, it, but why is he not coming out with these figures? Holy shit! What? <laughs> They're badass. What are you looking at? Uh, I just googled the spawn. He is coming out with the the commando spawn, but it's a uh, twelve inch. Yeah, and one of them's like red with black uh, stripes, and like his cape is black with like spikes on it. It's badass. And then like the classic look. There's a female spawn. What the hell? There's all kinds of goodies. So it doesn't say a time on on their website that this pre-order window ends. So uh, it looks like it just says April to February second to April second, twenty twenty one. Um. So. Definitely pick this up if you're considering it. I know they said that uh, if there's a good chance, like they didn't crowdfund this by any means, 
but if this doesn't do well, they very well may cancel it. So if you want it to happen, definitely buy it. Who came out first, Skeletor or Mumra? I have no clue. To be They're honest. both kind of skeletal, kind of buff guys, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Bandai was pretty light on news. Just a few things. So Godzilla vs. Biollante 1989 version. Godzilla figure. Um, SH Figure Arts put up a page that looks like they're re-releasing this. I think if it would be converted straight up, it'd be 78 bucks. But I'm guessing it's going to be closer to 90 to 100 and once it's once we get it over here in the U.S., yeah. Dude, um, Steven always gets these figures in. Due to release in August. I love their Monster Arts line. I, I've had a couple figure arts, wasn't this super impressed, but I really like their Monster Arts. Dude, if they were any bigger, I'd be all over these. Yeah. Uh, like, even the NECA Godzillas are bigger than these. Yeah, they are. They're pretty small, but they're well and done. On, the articulation isn't that much worse on the NECA ones. And you're spending like a third of the price. It depends. Sometimes they are. Some of the tails are like... To me, tails give Godzilla a lot of dynamic when you're trying to pose them. Uh-huh. And the one... My favorite ones like the from the Netflix anime one, they're really good. And the thing, what I like about them, what kept me away from the, them is the visible joints. I've never been a fan of that in anything of visible joints. And... That's kind of probably why I don't like SH figure arts overall, but their monster arts, the the ones that I really like, the Earth Godzilla or whatever, the, it looks natural. Like, where the joints are, it just looks like it's part of the figure. That's why I like them. Like, this is okay on the tail there, but, like, around here and here, you definitely have to work to pose them so it doesn't show up. You, you kind of have to make sure it doesn't, you know, the arms, it's not too obvious, but... NECA ones are not bad by any means. You gotta just look at the paint jobs with them, cause I didn't. If anyone remembers, I didn't get the twenty what was it twenty nineteen Godzilla, uh, the no the first release Godzilla of NECA's because his eyes were going two different directions. That fucking drove me nuts <laughs> looking at him. Um, but straight. So this one is odd, but kind of exciting. So SH Figure Arts. They released on P Bandai. I think it ex- it's an exclusive right now. Um, Stranger Things number one, they're calling it. So, and hopefully it's just the first figure in this line. But this is Hopper, going for sixty five bucks due to release November twenty twenty one. On pre order window is in until April twenty seventh. I do not see the actor likeness here. I don't either, and. My bit, like, I, how often are we gonna see him in this? I just assumed that he was only gonna look like this for a little while. Maybe it's gonna be the entire season. I don't know, but that's the main thing also, I'd be worried about. Spoiler alert! What the hell? What's wrong with them? <laughs> they only kind of like allude to him being alive. You don't actually ever know that for sure until didn't they, now. Didn't they come out with a trailer with him alive or something? Oh, did they? I don't know. I it's been a while. Me. Netflix. <laughs> I could be off. Netflix does not come out with these seasons fast. Yeah, you gotta rewatch. No, all the they kids don't. are like full as adults now, yeah. older than the Harry Potter yeah. kids and shit. Yeah, they gotta move. They gotta move with that. But the nice thing is, that at least it's original. They don't have to like fall. Like they don't the have new to season's always. Season's gonna be take kids. place yesterday. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, hopefully they're coming out with a bunch more. I think. Uh, Demi SH- coming. Put your mask on. Let's get out of here. Social distance, though. Run. Uh, 
<laughs> Shut up, D. <laughs> um, the, the Demigorgon SH figure arts would actually be kind of fun. I wouldn't mind yeah, seeing that. Be. That'd be cool. Um, I know we talked about these last episode a little bit because they were teased. They're officially released. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier SH figure arts. Falcon and Winter Soldier are released. Falcons 145 or 144.99 on Big Bad Toy Store due September 2021, it's and winter, the Winter Soldier is 90. I don't, I don't think he looks as good. No, the Falcon looks sweet. Yeah, Falcon looks good in this picture. Yeah. This is a really good one. Uh, I think Sean, you said that that once they released pictures like this, that yeah. the Falcon looked way better. Yeah, it's a. I'm sure with that the goggles on too, it's going to be easier to cover up a bad. Well, why not put him in a flight pose, right? You're not just going to have yeah. him stand in there. Right. Yeah. Um, so NECA, they are the ones who kind of lit the world on fire since the last show. So they did this. They released this finally. We saw this head a little bit. Wait. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw this hopper thing way before April Fool's. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I pulled it up on Bandai, P-Bandai. You can legit order it. It's happening. I'm confused by that. Someone said it was a April Fool's joke. I'm pretty yeah, sure it's not. Fake Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so th- what this NECA figure is, is an American werewolf in London ultimate nightmare demon. Seven inch scale figure, August 2021. And looks like it's in the range of 32, th- 33 bucks to 40 bucks since it's an ultimate. Comes with four heads. And a ton of accessories. Uh, they're like Nazi werewolves that he has like a fever dream in the movie with, right? Yeah. These look awesome. Are you guys getting any of these? What about you, Sean? Uh, I'll I'll probably pass on them, but like I think they're really cool. Like I think you can use them interchangeably. You know, you're wanting to do like a nightmare story or whatever. I like I like a lot of the accessories that come with it. The old old style World War Two kind of uh, stuff. Yeah, it's pretty creepy looking. Our Dean, what about you? Um, it's a pretty easy pass for me, but I I do like them. I think they look really cool, especially because there's so many like combinations you could do with the heads and the accessories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure if in the in the movie, there's like very specific accessories per head, right? But I mean, this is a cool army building figure if you really wanted it. Because you can even futz them into, like, other stuff, you know. The right. At least the two werewolves. Um, maybe the trollish looking guy. The mohawk dude is creeping me out, but... <laughs> I think they're cool. I'm not going to get them, but they're cool. Eddie, you collect NECA sometimes. Are you into their horror line? Um, I want to get the werewolf that they showed just because I like Same. werewolves. I don't want to say this because I already get enough shit for this, but I haven't seen this movie. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, Isn't it a comedy? Uh, uh, kind of, not, not really. It's still kind of considered a, a horror, I guess. Like if, You'll see it on Halloween. I know the, the biggest iconic scene, Eddie, is the one where he like turns into a werewolf. Spoiler alert, mm-hmm. I guess. But oh, that's that's the big one because they like, show the it happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I would watch it. It's an easy watch. <laughs> Mark was saying he hates it, but... Really I, quick, I didn't though, mind it. Um, I got some updates on some of the stuff we were talking about. That's why I was looking for this stuff. What? The uh, 
the DC stuff that you showed off, the the Stewart, Green Lantern, Bizarro, and uh, Nightwing are not exclusive to Target. They're just up on Target. They're going to be everywhere. Um, the Batfleck does not come with a masked head. He's an Entertainment Earth exclusive. Yeah. And the Mortal Kombat stuff is not exclusive to Amazon. They just started mm. on Amazon. So Okay. Yeah, Sorry. good. That's Thanks. That's what I was trying to look for. No, but, um, thank you, Eddie. That's kind of where I thought it was going because, yeah, McFarlane will oh, kind of sometimes do a first re- release and then let them release everywhere else after the fact a little bit. But good thank job, you. Eddie. Shout out, yeah. Eddie. Get, uh, shout out Toy Migos. That's where I got most of the information from their site, so their that's Instagram page. That's why you bring them on. But, John, what do you think? I know you don't collect NECA, but what do you think of this release? I think these look great. Like they, I think these four on a shelf are going to look amazing. Yeah, uh, the access the accessories look great and the head sculpts. I think they did a really good job. And the to me, it's the value still. Like even at forty bucks, uh, Ultimates is their Neca's Ultimates are are pushing it when they list it at forty bucks. But these were a fucking steal when they That's were thirty steal, bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, these used to be thirty bucks. They've gone up recently. Their Ultimates line, but yeah, these used to be a steal. Um, this one is a steal, no matter what, in my opinion. So this is Gargoyles Ultimate Goliath from the animated series Gargoyles. 7-inch scale action figure, July 2021 release, and he's ranging also about 32 to 40 bucks. This one is awesome. Um, I... I didn't. I grew up watching this because I believe it was either right before or right after Batman the Animated Series, and I just ended up watching it because of that back in the day in the early '90s. Mm-hmm. I remember being so into this, but I could not. I never had any toys of this, but all my friends did, and I wanted them so bad. So Goliath is like the leader, I believe, of them. Um, this looks awesome. They couldn't have done it any better in my mind. They get. He has two f- head. Uh, or what do you call face plates, um, a book, and then a pepper. I don't remember the pepper <laughs> accessory, why he comes with that. No one, I wasn't able, I didn't really look that hard, but no one in the comments really said anything about it. Uh, but it looks like his tail is bendable. That's pretty cool because it's in different positions in a lot of pictures. And the wings are huge. Sean, what did you say the dimensions were of this? I think the wings were 16 inches. Yeah, for forty bucks, that's pretty awesome. Are are you getting this or pre-order? You do, I do too. What about you, Dean? Uh, I did not pre-order. I did not watch the show growing up. What about you, Eddie? Uh, I need to pre-order it because I know that it's time-sensitive stuff that won't be available. So I need to get on that, but I haven't. I want it. I I try really hard to not get back into like other lines but this one's hard man i really want this the NECA's first NECA. yeah NECA's variety is pretty awesome i must say they do and this is like it. it's hard to find stuff for this show like yeah anything there's pops i think and then like old toys but that's right. it so i had the pops the whole like the whole all the ones they released i had all the pops and i sold them all when i stopped collecting pops but this yeah i want this i'm interested to see if he does like realistic looking ones like this and then if he like does like a target exclusive line where it's exactly like the animated where it just you know it's less musculature on it but i still like this i I don't mind that it's all yeah that's a good that's a good point 
Eddie, um, you know, I'm sure they'll milk the hell out of this to, you know, do a bunch of different mm -hmm. kind of repaint variants. Is that's what NECA does, and you know, that's obviously how you pay yourself back over time. So, do you guys, um, really quick, I I watched Gargoyles. I remember when I was really young. Uh, I I think I watched it more than Batman animated series. To be honest, it was more of my thing. But um, do you guys remember SWAT Cats? Because I think that came. I out do not. Oh yeah. At the same time as this. And I, like, no one makes shit from that, but I, I wish they made figures from that show, dude. That was a great uh, I show. do not know what that is. Apparently, jalapeno is like a reoccurring. Goliath eats a jalapeno, and he shouts jalapeno. That's <laughs> like a curse word. I didn't know. Uh, right Goliath now? tried I don't a jalapeno and subsequently yells jalapeno. Since then, jalapeno has become something of a curse word among the Manhattan clan and has similar usage as the phrase holy cow and the like. It's in a few, it's in several episodes. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll have to rewatch it. And I did, I think someone said it's on Disney, didn't they? Disney Plus. Maybe. Right. Disney yeah. Plus, so. uh, it, it, was, it, was it was only, it was only a couple seasons, it looks like, like two or three seasons from 94 to 96. Um, 12 nominations, one award. It looks like it was pretty interesting. It didn't, I thought it was, went on longer for that. I probably watched way more, uh, re reruns than I thought I did with the show, but, um, I'm super jacked for it. This was a huge, uh, huge part of my childhood. Definitely getting this one. Um, back to the future Two ultimate doc Brown and this is the 2015 version 7-inch scale figure. This is due in June. NECA teased the pictures for this. I don't believe he's up for or pre-order yet. Um, but, again, this is the 2015, so when they go into the future version of him, he's got, like, the clear tie and glasses and stuff. But um, I think they did the head sculpts of, these, of this line fair, very well. I think Jason said he has a couple right. from this, and he really likes them. Um, I found the jalapeno real. Play it. Too. Hold on, let me figure I out. Put how in, to... I put it in private chat. Oh, okay. It's not like a minute, but it's like all the different instances of jalapeno. But the one with Goliath is at like 20 seconds. To one, uh, okay. Uh, I'll pull it up here in a second. But um, yeah, so this guy isn't up yet, but they just showed pictures of him. Um, and then they showed this guy, Shadow Warriors or TMNT something on Twitter. They teased him. Yeah, that's the guy who uh, uh, Shredder's Splinter Master. learns from. Yeah, Splinter, Splinter's Master. Yeah, so that's Splinter in the rat cage. And I he mimic like the moves mimics. of my master in the yeah, cage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, Eddie is a fucking actor over here. Jeez. <laughs> I was transported. I was like... <laughs> I was back in the 90s for a second. Like, wow. Um, okay, I'm going to try and share my screen. I do. I actually do a really good splinter, but do I don't want to be canceled. Please, Please do, it. do it. I don't think I'm allowed to. I don't think I'm allowed to. Whoa. Um, okay, so I'm going to try and play this clip for the... Oh, can you... Is it still echoing? Yeah, right, yeah, right, right here. It is. You should try one, Goliath. That seems very important. 
Does it yeah. not? In- <laughs> Interesting. Uh, okay. Are you guys, Are you guys so getting an echo in your mic? Your mic? Or your, your headset? Yeah. 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 Hold on. Give me a second. There we go. All right. Cool. Sorry. That's wild. Is it better now? Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I think you, the audio is being shared on your screen. Oh. Uh, when you ha- I Gotcha. Okay. Uh, all right. So it is that time of the show where we get to hear Dean and Zach's beautiful face. It's what the scrapyard, any. We want to thank our friends over at Watto Scrapyard for sponsoring tonight's episode. You can find them on Instagram at Watto Scrapyard. They're also on Facebook and eBay as well. Yeah, man. They make 3D printed parts for hard to come by Canon Hasbro vehicles, which is a huge help when you're looking for those lost pieces. Uh, they also make uh, printed head sculpts of literally anybody you could think of. Literally anyone. They've made a head sculpt of me. They've made head sculpts of uh, PewDiePie for you. They've made all kinds of Jedi all kinds of characters from the Star Wars universe. They are absolutely amazing. They can get any sculpt you want designed and printed for a reasonable fee today. That's awesome. I love that. You guys did such a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful face. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sean, it is now your segment. Yeah, so... Um... Look at him chomping at the bit. He's so excited. <laughs> so I think uh, some of the bigger stuff in comics right now is just uh, these these studios like Marvel, DC. Uh, we're not sure what indie's going to do yet, the indie stuff. But um, a lot of people have been dropping uh, Diamond. Diamond's been the biggest um, a distributor of comics for the longest time. And... Um, DC left them first and they went with Lunar and it looks like now Marvel is going to go with Penguin House and um, it's really crazy because for the longest time Diamond had the big three of comics you know the they had Image they had Marvel they had uh, mm-hmm. DC and uh, and now it looks like Marvel's taken off and it would not be surprised if Image would follow suit and go with someone else and uh, diamond's gonna have to get really really uh creative with the way that they uh they start doing stuff because if they lose some of these bigger um uh, indie publishers such as uh, image boom uh they're gonna be in some trouble because a lot of the stuff that they do is this is some of their biggest business right here and then you know they'll come out with um with uh, like exclusive figures or exclusive pop shop shop uh, shop exclusives things like that, so uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. Yeah, I suppose. So they had been with Diamond for how long? It's been years, man. Um, I think Penguin had them at one point. And then when when Diamond stepped up and did their thing, they were able to uh, grab all three. And uh, gotcha. I mean, for the longest time, they were the they were the empire. You know, they were the ones who had who had them, mm-hmm. and you know, they were the only ones distributing to almost any comic shop. 
and uh, now it's it's a little bit difficult on um, the shops because you know you have to have certain accounts and uh, ordering from from two or three different accounts is going to be tough. Uh, but it's it's something that everybody just has to kind of get used to. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's just ebbs and flows of the uh, the comic industry right now. Who's going to do it better? Uh, Diamond needs to needs to step up and think of something quick. Interesting. Diamond's been dropping the ball for a long time, right? They really have, especially I mean, when COVID started. I think there was a lot of issues with Diamond. Right, they, and what happened? The, I think I uh, the bigger remember. things were like shipping. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Lunar was getting their DC stuff out on time, and they were mm-hmm. hitting the shop uh, the shops by by like Tuesdays when they kind of process a lot of the inventory for Wednesday for New Comic Book Day, and um, and then it was a day or two wait waiting on on them uh to ship it from for the other for like Marvel and indie books. So mm-hmm. interesting. Well good good segment. Thank you, Sean. Um now we get to talk about probably the second biggest thing that happened. Recently, I know Eddie, you added this to the show sheet. So this is Three Zeros Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen DLX Jetfire, going for two hundred ninety-nine bucks. Cute, due for Q four. Jet. Eddie, you getting this? Yeah, I'm gonna get. So far, I'm gonna get the ones that they've announced: uh, the Bumblebee from the last night, uh, this Optimus, and the Jetfire. I love Bayformers, man, especially the first three movies. Not so much the last two with Wahlberg. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of those. But um, this is super cool. Uh, Dude, I it's told just, you this Optimus is small. Yeah, it is. They make um, premium scale, too, where it's, like, huge. They're, like, yeah. 20 inches yeah. or some shit, and they're, like, five to $600 or something. But... Um, yeah, that's expensive. And these, even these, I was telling, uh, I put it in the Patreon chat, like, so the Jetfire in the movie, he comes, he he's dying, so his parts, he gives the Optimus to, like, turn into, like, a deluxe Optimus, and, yeah, and he, so he gets all these parts from him, and he can fly and shit, and I'm yeah. sure I'm not explaining this at all right, but... You get the use anyway. He uses him to kind of to save his ass and beat yeah. what's beat the main baddie. What's his nuts again? Yeah, uh, and LaFond. but in order to create this figure, you're gonna have to buy Jetfire and Optimus, and then pr- make this. And each of those are already like two hundred dollars, I think. I don't. They're, this guy's three hundred. Yeah, they're hundreds of dollars. Yeah. So you got to do that to make this, and then you're gonna want Optimus and Jetfire. So you got to buy two of each of these figures to make this. That's kind of crazy, dude. That's a lot of ch- a ch- big chunk of change to just have this one character. Yeah, that was a others, that was a good you know? good call by you on uh, on Collecting Weekly on Tuesday, where you said you know you said maybe that they would put Optimus in this guy, and Zach, I just listened to that today, and Zach was immediately like, yeah. no. That's not something. They Zach, no Zach came out on After Dark and he apologized, he apologized publicly. Yeah. So he, yeah, no, that he was... has been forgiven. 
But uh, that, that was pretty good. Uh, good call by you. That, and that is impressive too to, for them to have a three hundred dollar figure to essentially, if you want, obviously it's a choice, but turn into an accessory. <laughs> That's wild, but pretty cool. Um, he's fifteen inches tall, so even like in six scale collections, he's gonna be one of your taller figures. Um, but yeah, three hundred bucks. That's to me, this one's pretty awesome. I was in a comic book shop not too long ago, and they had a, a lower-end version of Jetfire, and he was always one of my favorites. Number one, because I loved SR-71 mm -hmm. Blackbirds. I think they're really cool planes. But then, like, the Transformer version of this guy was, was pretty cool. I thought it was a it was a cool scene. Cool scenes with him, I guess. But Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would consider this being uh, my first transformer figure for sure 65 points of articulation but Dude. yeah i thought it was Jeez. pretty sweet um moving on to hasbro so this is our boys this is our boy i guess john f walker marvel legends captain america john f walker uh it's a walmart exclusive for 22.99 and due august 3rd i think he's still available i know he was when i was looking at him yesterday. Not 100% sure, but I can't imagine this guy would be super popular anyways right now. But I feel bad I feel bad for the actor he's getting so much hate, but is he? Yeah, yeah, he came out and made a statement about it. He's like um he's like ah, what did he he said like I know everybody hates me in the Marvel <laughs> universe, but I hope they don't hate me too much because I love playing this character. So yeah. he he seems like a cool guy, you know. Yeah, yeah, I hope that he doesn't get crucified for, like, a Jar Jar Binks type thing with that actor, but, yeah, no, I I have no interest, really, in this. I've kind of said yeah. that I'm probably done buying Marvel after Endgame. Um, oh, man. Maybe besides Black Widow, but we'll see about her that's movie. A, that's a tough decision there, man. What I'm, are you going to do when the next phase comes and shit's all hype again? I'm a lot and more. Is hype. So I avoided the Marvel hype up until about Civil War. Civil War is when I got super into it. Yes, I watched all the movies, but I never got into the figures until Civil War, really. Mm. Um, that's kind of when, because that was to me like just something different from any other superhero movie you've ever seen, where you know it it was just a lot more complex than stuff you're used to. I really liked it, but. Uh, I it's not that like I don't like Marvel any less. It was just I don't see myself getting invested in that. I'm definitely a Star Wars guy through and through, and like Aliens and Predators, obviously. But mm -hmm. um, just today, these were two new releases they came out with as well for Marvel Legends. There's an X Men X Force Retro Deadpool, and this is they say an exclusive, but I think you can find them like at a lot of the. Uh, resellers like Big Bad, Dork, mm -hmm. Dorkside, places like that, going for thirty bucks. August twenty twenty one, uh, and then Spider Man, Marvel Legends, another version of him. This is the retro series, but this is Webman, and this is also an exclusive for twenty three bucks or twenty two ninety nine. So it's Int not Spider Man. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know anything about this character. They. Uh... They sent an email talking about it. The Did they? Micro Pulse. I, I yeah, I, I got a, that. I thought it was an April Fool's thing. 
I did too right away, and then I actually saw it on Hasbro Pulse, so I quickly added it on there. But he's, Yo, this he's a product of Doctor Doom's twin machine. Webman is the opposite of Spider-Man. Oh. Interesting. You know anything about him from the comics, Sean? No, I don't. Good enough. I, right, I thought guess. it looked yeah. really cool, like just the like opposite colors. You know, I thought that really looked really cool, but I don't like the gamer Spidey's head. Like, I wish they used the pizza Spidey buck or something to do this mm. figure because I feel like that matches the retro anyway better. I don't like that. That head is too squared up to me to be spider I can see that. I really like this Deadpool minus the feet. I don't like it when they give him these, like, weird cuff-like things. Oh, I like okay. it when he's in yeah. boots. Like, that, yeah. like the Deadpool that, like, has all the shit in his package. Like the rocket launcher and In the his burrito package, the... huh? Yeah, dude. You, like, you need huge. Deadpool with the biggest package. Yeah, dude. Like that's a really cool Deadpool <laughs> figure. But this one, like, I really liked it, and then I was like, oh, he's got the weird like yeah. socks on. <laughs> he's got the high tops. It's like dude. any after sex, dude, just wearing socks. How did you All know right. I wear <laughs> moving on to Fortnite? Long socks, uh, dude. Hasbro Fortnite, they came out with a new line called Victory Victory Royale series. This is Hasbro's Fortnite The Foundation Zero Crisis Edition. Going for 40 bucks on Hasbro Pulse right now. April 1st, 2022 is released for it. No fucking I, Hasbro figures worth $40. Yeah, I don't know what... I wasn't able to find any, like, a ton of accessories that that kind of warranted this i didn't really understand it it's that umbrella then it maybe <laughs> and maybe it's maybe it's just that fortnite sells like that i guess but yeah there wasn't i i a, think it's, it's what, isn't it bigger figure, but... yeah, i think it it's looks bigger cool. oh, i think that... it's bigger than than like six normal six inch or whatever i think i remember hearing that i'm not sure i know uh, that's the excuse you give but that could be that it's a little bit bigger i know i know they're starting to come out with a little bit bigger figures all around like i think they came out the daredevil 12 inch figure um i'm not able to find anything on hasbro pulse talking about the size of it i don't know what there wasn't good information on this guy at all and i'm not big into fortnite so i'll be honest i didn't care enough to wait when's it come out uh, next year in 2022. Is anyone even gonna be playing Fortnite in 2022? <laughs> At this rate, yeah. probably not. I'm telling you, um, that shit doesn't die. Beast Kingdom, Darkwing Duck, Dynamic Action Heroes. I'm always gonna call it Action because the way they they are. Uh, this is ninth scale, six and a half inches, and this <laughs> we talked about this guy, but he's sixty, almost seventy. Actually, is seventy bucks Q3 2021 pretty cool overall but i'm not gonna pay 70 bucks for a darkwing duck yeah i mean i'm sure there's somebody out there who was like wanting a darkwing duck in their collection very niche more power to you but i don't i never liked darkwing duck so yeah um so blitzway actually came out with kind of a surprise release from everyone so this is their what where's wally figure or where's waldo as we know him uh there's two versions deluxe and regular deluxe is 99 dollars. regular is 59 dollars. deluxe comes with like a 
like I think that dog and a bunch of like a a bunch of accessories essentially. Um but this is due Q3 quarter 3 of 2021. Interesting, I think you guys pointed to it probably being a fun figure cuz they also did a 6 scale version of this as well. Yeah, just like um, hiding him around in your yeah. collection. Yeah, like, that would be that'd be fun for that. I probably not what I would do, but or well, something boring. I would get, but yeah. it'd be fun. This is the new elf on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah, I know Jason does that with Deadpool. That this yeah. would be another good one for that. It'd be fun. Yeah. Um the last bit here I got is Sentinel's fighting armor Deadpool. Uh, this is, I think you can get this on Hobby Link Japan right now for $104.04 due in August of this year. This looks pretty cool. I'm just not big into the fighting armor series that they're doing. Dude, the other Deadpool but, I didn't like because he was wearing socks. This one's like the exact opposite. It's like too much. Like there's yeah. like too much going on. It's just actually Iron Man with Deadpool's paint. I, looks like I think Iron he Man. looks pretty good. I think this is the coolest one in the line so far. Yeah, it I, looks really cool, good. but like I just I, I like don't the get paint. The line. I was gonna say yeah, I, I like don't the get red. The line either. I yeah, like that yeah. red a lot. Yeah, but again, probably not gonna pick it up. But it's it's pretty sweet. Um, another thing I wanted to point out was um, I didn't I don't have a picture of it here, but Animal Warriors of the Kingdom Primal Action figures. They're one twelve scale six inch figures of fully articulated on kickstarter right now yeah it's by sparrow studios um Mm -hmm. they are fully funded looks like uh, out of their ninety-nine thousand dollar goal they're at 144,744 um 21 days to go to back this yet typically on backer or on uh kickstarter you can get them for fairly cheap if you do that I'm. I think Big Bad Toy Store even has them up already as well. I'm yeah, guessing they, they, they okay. have one. Well, off the bat, you fucked up the name. <laughs> Why? What I say? Go to the. No, not you. They did. Animal oh. Warriors of the Kingdom. What kingdom? It should have been Warriors of the Animal Kingdom. Those dumb <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Jeez, man. You ain't wrong, man. dude. No, <laughs> I was like, "What fucking kingdom? I'm supposed to know what kingdom these animals are from?" That's that's fair. Um, but there's a there's a bunch of figures that they've already Dude. unlocked. I think the first wave. What if they're is dyslexic? Six. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> they made it this far, and no one said anything. Jesus, uh, um, these kind of remind me of like. Um, Less detailed. No, I was gonna say like less detailed. Um, uh, Mythic Legends. Mythic oh, Legions. Okay. Mythic, Mythic Legions. Legions. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, they're. <laughs> so you could like futz them in. They look about the same size. Yeah. I. I mean, honestly, it's a cool concept, right? Like. Yeah, I think they look dope. If you have like that kind of fantasy element in your collection, I personally don't. You know, I just do like Star Wars and stuff like that. But if you do the Mythic Legions, like these would be cool additions, and I bet you, yeah, thirty three bucks that's way fucking cheaper. It'd be cool uh, yeah. with um, Thundercats too, I think. Yeah, Ooh. that's what I thought of right away is Thundercats. That's cool. There's also a gorilla one that I don't see here, but the gorilla one looks sick. It's huge. Um, I, yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about, but 
yeah, uh, looks pretty cool. Uh, if you definitely, if you're a fan of Mythic Legions, I would definitely look at this because, like Dean said, I think these will blend in pretty well with it. I know Mythic Legions is on the bigger side, uh, but these guys should. Yeah, or isn't even Hasbro doing like a Dungeons and Dragons like uh, line? Slowly, yeah. Slowly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's definitely a market for these kind of figures. Uh, I know I was a little harsh on him at the beginning, but again, <laughs> I think it's a cool idea. And honestly, mm -hmm. like more fucking action figures in the world, like uh, sign me up. You know what I mean? Exactly. Even if I don't personally buy them, like it's cool to have the option. And um, like we. Dean, I think, you know, you're one who typically hates crowdfunding, but you don't mind when there's a smaller company, like, I think... Yeah, Spiro when it's, like, Studios. a no-name no person, like, yeah, like, that's this is one thing. Hold on really quick, Dean. Uh-oh. I mean, what? But when it's a big company, like, Hasbro... Oh, that's cool. That looks good. Hasbro or, um... Oh, yeah. You know, McFarlane crowdfunding, I have a problem with it, but when it's a no-name company just trying to get their foot in the door i think it's cool yeah yeah this is definitely something that you want to help get their get them up and running and to be honest i know every once in a while like every i feel like everyone at some point shits on big bad toy store but big bad toy store does a pretty good job of backing these sorts of things i'm not sure if they get special deals or if they're probably the one who maybe has one of these larger back kits where they kind of invested in a lot of of these figures and that's how they're able to put them on the website or if they just got something separately but i know they do their part with with uh backing these sorts of things so good on big bad toy store for putting these up too uh you know if you're always afraid because you're on kickstarter you're not guaranteed to get these items so if you're scared big bad toy store is always an alternate route for you to get them as well as obviously they won't charge you for it if it doesn't go through but um, this guy looks like if he's created eight or yeah, eight different Kickstarters, it looks like it's like you're probably in good hands at this point. And yeah, he's had a lot in this. Wow. I didn't realize he's had a lot in this, but, uh, yeah, definitely worth checking out if you're, if you're a fan of mythic legions or I guess just any sort of mythical warrior type figures. But that was the last thing I kind of wanted to cover here. Uh, we want to thank our Patreons. Sean, take it away. So we want to thank our Patreons. Ben Porter, Sean Fear, Ian Seabee, Renee Mendez, Eric Marcel, uh, Quinn Aguirre, uh, Leo Hernandez, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, uh, Lisa Martin Bomsky. Did Bomonsky. I do that right? What Bomonsky. is it, Balmonsky, right? Dean, you're on mute. You're on mute. Yes, Balmonsky. <laughs> okay. Uh, Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Krent, Big Fern, King Zachary, uh, Caesar Marquin, uh, uh, Mike Cruz, uh, Bo Leboyd, uh, uh, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Percha, Sean Yahtzee, uh, Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, Stephen and Maria Stanley, uh, Lord Votator, Eddie Ma uh, Manzanares, and Joe Corpus. Beep, 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 beep. What a bunch of sweet angels. Love you guys. Thank you guys. And for April Patreon benefits, you get the CW Live sticker. 
for collecting weekly and then the ox play sticker so that's what you got there um, the sweet angel will get you those for five dollars a month as well as access to ox after dark replays certified crispy will get you that all of that as well as an official certified crispy certificate on first pledge and assistance with figure fixes by Zach message him beforehand though to make sure it's possible uh, and then what a guy 25 a month you get everything there including a signed collecting weekly 18 by 24 silhouette poster on first pledge uh, you actually get doubles of everything of all the stickers they send one year a year one sculpt a year painted by Darkside Customs after th and that's after three months and then benefits of the rest so there's your choices we want to shout out our network where you're obviously listening to small talk here every other Thursday will you'll find our episode on the podcast uploaded next Thursday collecting weekly every Tuesday that's where you'll find Dean we got our buddies only fools and collecting or OFAC they are they alternate Thursdays with us on each side collecting rarities uh, with Rainer and Seth the joy of hobbying in and outs of collecting with Mario and is he is recording to is he recording tomorrow yeah do you guys know okay um and that he he's on Fridays and then we got our new show it's just kind of sporadic it's when there's things that need to happen happen but Collecting Weekly Live Unboxing on Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. That's our Facebook group. And then After Dark, that's our that's a classic show. If you kind of want to just chill and listen to, to us shoot the shit. Um, and then Ox Plays, that's also a new one where Dean, you and Zach are going into gaming and streaming that a bit, right? Yeah, in fact, uh, I think my PC will be ready tomorrow. Hell yes. So, I also think awesome. we have a the f an episode of Among Ox streaming on Saturday. I think it's Saturday. Is, is that going to be considered like part of Ox Plays? Yeah, it'll what? be anything gaming pretty much. Kay. Yeah, anything yeah. we do gaming related, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, I might even just like be bored one day and get on Call of Duty and just nice. start up a stream. Like, it doesn't even necessarily have to be like us gaming together like maybe zach just wants to fart around an lspdfr you know and he can't he could just log on and do it so 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 awesome about Streamyard. yeah or we could we could i'd hop in with you dean actually i don't know how i'd stream uh through the xbox but when the mass effect re-release goes on but, oh dude i'm so excited dude so jacked all right. Well, thank you guys for joining. Um, it's been a fun episode, long episode. Holy shit! That's yeah, the shit to talk about. Yeah, it was it was good. We talked about some sensitive subjects or well, highly debated subjects. I feel like within the collecting community, felt good to get it out there. Um, thank you for joining joining us, Dean, Eddie, and John. You guys were fantastic. This thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of Small Talk, the show where we talk about absolutely nothing important. Have a good night. Love you, Mark. Bye. Oh, yes.